Ensemble number 32, entitled Omar Sharif, and modeled by Chief's Defense Man, Billy Charles Boy, who hails from, if I can read the card here, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. This isn't a powder puff convention. Keep in mind that Ladies. the perfect accessory for the man in your life Excuse me, is Game Misconduct with Dory and CT on Lightning Power Play. Welcome to a new edition of Game Misconduct. I'm CT here with Dory. Hello. And uh, don't forget you can follow us on social media at Game Miz with a Z Conduct. We have had a lot going on in Lightning Land. There has been a lot. And so this week, it's going to be just the two of us. And I'm not going to sing anymore and subject you to that. We don't have rights to the music. We don't. (laughs) So it's just going to be us this week, which I hope you enjoy. Sometimes it's nice. I think it's good when we have a lot going on because there's a lot of times people don't realize when we put our shows together, we actually spend time putting our shows together. Yes, we do an outline. We do. We prep. We do prep. It may sound so <laughs> easy, but we actually prep. We actually work on it. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, there's a lot of times things come up and we have a guest and then it's like, oh, we. I really wish we could have talked about that. But, you know, we're time, We're limited with time. So we thought, hey, you know what? This is a great opportunity to just reset, reset, talk about a lot of news that's been happening, a lot of things that have been going on with the team um, and kind of reset our minds. Because I feel like with the news that came out Saturday, I wanted to crawl up in a ball (laughs) (laughs) and we'll get to that. Yeah, but if you're following the team, you know what we're talking about. So Anyway, (laughs) um, let's talk about. Well, this is really cool. I found this on the Lightning website, and I can't believe it's already been 10 years. But uh, today, March 3rd, marks the 10-year anniversary of Jeff Vinnick's purchase of the franchise. It's been a good 10 years. It sure has. Remember when I called it the Dark Ages before? What do you call it now? The Dark Ages. (laughs) Now it's like the Golden Era. Yeah. I like it. The Golden Era. Mm. Maybe I'll call it the Silver Era if things go our way later this year. But right now it's the golden era. Okay. Um, so a lot of change, a lot of good change with the team in those 10 years. You know, Steve Eiserman coming on as the GM. Now we have Julian Brisebois, uh, you know, Todd Lywicki working with Jeff Finnick to kind of revamp the franchise. Now Todd mm-hmm. Lywicki's, you know, helping out with the Seattle franchise, oh, which is going to be so cool. So cool. Um, and just, you know, the Community Hero Program, which uh, last Saturday – Marked the 20 million milestone, and the 30, 397th hero was honored last Saturday during the Calgary game. Um, so when you think of all of, let's just let's just break it down. You think of all the money that Jeff Vinnick put into the franchise, mm-hmm. not including the community hero program. Mm-hmm. That's huge. But you put in, you, you then you think about the structure. Mm-hmm. The systems, mm-hmm. the programs, mm-hmm. the community hockey, mm-hmm. you know, getting the, the ho- all-star game here. The hockey rinks that have been built that employ people. Right. The outdoor rinks. I'm not even talking about the team that you see on the ice, yeah. but all of the other things that encapsulate what Jack Vinnick has done with this franchise in the last 10 years is quite incredible. Yeah. And it for me, it's kind of the epitome the 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 example of what an owner should do when they come in to help not a fledgling franchise because mm-hmm. i mean they were whatever mm-hmm. 
but just to kind of like turn it around and make it to where very rarely do I go out even on the off season and not see somebody wearing a Bolts logo. Oh, no. So that's a huge thing. Not only that, but if you go back to the lockout Mm -hmm. year Mm -hmm. and he had the Ginormotron installed um, and we were told this right as it was that season when we started up again, that he didn't lay anybody off. When all these other owners were like, well, I don't know what to do. Well, I don't need this full-time staff and everything. Jeff Phoenix said, I'm not doing that. Yep. Um, now, of course, Emily Arena, think- thankfully, is, I think, uh, a place that artists want to come and play. Yes. We have artists from all kind of genres that are here constantly. And not only that, but you look at, you know, when the when the circus was going on and the, right. the ice shows that happened and all these other things, yeah. the community events, the Final Fours, the women mm-hmm. basketball, all these things are also part of what Vinick does. Well, yes, and they just rebranded it as the... Vinick Sports Group. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that kind of encapsulates everything mm-hmm. that's going on. Plus the development along Water Street and Channel Side yeah. and all oh, of that. Yeah, yeah. I spent Sunday. Sunday was beautiful. It was. I was told myself, you know what? Stop staying inside and sitting on your giant couch that looks like a giant human dog bed <laughs> and watching Netflix. Get outside and get some fresh air because come June, you're not going to want to go outside at all. Mm-hmm. I spent the entire day... First, I took the trolley from my the public station, mm-hmm. and I took it to uh, Amelie Arena Station. Mm-hmm. And then I walked to the Tampa Bay History Center and had lunch at the bar at the Columbia Restaurant. Nice. Beautiful. So good. Yeah. Then I decided, you know what? I want to go for a walk. So I walked over to Harbor Island, kind of checked that out, because there had been so, so much building over in Harbor Island. or so many new apartment buildings and everything. Mm-hmm. I hadn't been over there in a while. So I just walked that along the waterfront where the boat slips were, and I walked back. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to Sparkman Wharf and check that out. So I walked through Sparkman Wharf. That was beautiful. I mean, it was just a wonderful day outside. And all of that is kind of, you know, sparked by Jeff Vinnick putting his money into the team and then wanting to develop that area. Mm-hmm. Um and we're going to get that Greenwise Publix over there and all the USF Health buildings there yep. now. And they're building all those new hotels in downtown. I mean, it's really going to be the place to be, you know, in a couple of years. Would, it already is. Would you say that Jeff Finnick uh, is the most influential person over the last decade in Tampa Bay? All of Tampa Bay as a whole. Do you think that's a fair thing to say? It's a fair statement? I would say, yeah. 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 I mean, like if we had man of the decade, I would give it to Jeff Benick. Absolutely. Absolutely. All the money and and development he's poured into this city. And and not only that, but it's not just Tampa. And, you know, because you live downtown Tampa, I live in Clearwater. Right. We see the effects of Jeff Benick and everything he's done, especially with the Lightning and Emily Arena, you know, the Clearwater Ice Arena. I live minutes from the Clearwater Ice Arena that they've, you know, revamped revamp um which is you know next uh, the same part as the community here the community involvement development stuff Mm -hmm. all it's not just tampa and that's what makes it well it's it's the central west florida area yeah it's wesley chapel where there's a rink and there's you know oldsmar and it's coming clearwater and down to st pete where i feel that the other sports areas like sports teams Mm kind of stay like, we are the, you know, ba- the baseball team. I feel like it's very segregated to St. Pete. And I feel the... Well, you've got South Florida is the Panthers, mm-hmm. right? Somewhat. <laughs> and then 
the next, if you're looking at the map, what is mm-hmm. the next closest team? It's the Carolina Hurricanes? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Atlanta's not there anymore. Right. So, I mean, really, he could influence that whole Florida area. Well, and he kind of has because yeah. of Orlando. Yes, the Solar Bears. And and we play, uh, pre, they play, not mm-hmm. me, play preseason games in Orlando. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's, it's the west and central Florida area, and he could really expand as far as he wants, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, the distant thunder thing is, is an example. Yeah. I mean, that's a one-off here and there, but yeah. it's pretty incredible when you see people from far-off lands yeah. following the lightning. Yep. Watching a lightning game during their breakfast was pretty cool. All right, so that is uh, kind of, we wanted to just touch on that because that's a huge deal. It is, really. Um, you know, and uh, we're just super happy to have them around. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk trades. Yes. Yeah, so- and on your, on, can I, can I, on your outline when you sent me what you wanted to talk about, yeah. it took me like an hour to figure out what WAPO meant. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's the Washington Post. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, the Washington Post named the Lightning, the Canes. Or in Dory's world, WAPO. WAPO. And <laughs> the Kings as teams that uh, are the most improved as of the deadline. You know, because of the deadline. Right. Following the deadline. Yeah. And you, you think about it. I know there were a lot of people very upset over the thing, the trades that the Lightning made right. because they felt, oh, you're giving away the future. Listen, we already have the future. It's in Syracuse. Like they've drafted very well in the years prior. The Jonathan Druen Mikhail Sergachev trade. Yeah. That, the Corey Conacher Ben Bit, these things are lightning in a bottle, no pun intended, <laughs> that these things happen. You don't know. We don't know we don't. what we're getting with these players. Yeah. Especially draft. Yeah. So I have no problem. Listen, if we're going to get a player that's a veteran, that, um, you know, is a do everything type of guy, yeah. I don't, okay, let's give up a draft pick for it. You know what? And it was kind of weird uh, on trade deadline day. I took the day off of work to recover from my <laughs> West Coast, Arizona, Vegas trip. And it was pretty quiet. And then, there, you know, we had a, the, the Coleman trade earlier right. in the week. Right. And I'm not sure that we had had another trade earlier in the day until well, a little later. Well, we, the Zach Bogosian. Bogosian. That happened on the way back from Arizona. Yeah, I yeah. Saw and that. that was a sign we didn't you know, right. trade for him. Right. And we'll get more into that. Yep. But like then we were pretty quiet that day. And then I was like, oh, it's three o'clock. I'll still watch the coverage. But and then we had another one. Mm-hmm. So let's kind of the Zach Bogosian thing. Let's go, get into that a little bit if you want to break that down. Well, I obviously because they just signed him to a one year deal. They didn't give up, give up anything to acquire him. Right. So you kind of get a free player. Now, I know that the, a big concern seems to be what's going to happen in the summertime. Right. The we have some people we have to sign. We've got, there are some I don't business think about decisions. It. I don't want to think about it. Breeze was really good on the business side. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I don't want to think about it right now. I know, but <coughs> we didn't give up, we didn't have to give up anything um, to get him. And then when we, I was really confused over the Anthony Greco thing because it happens to where these, you kind of, you have your eye on somebody, but you don't have. The, the assets piece. or the pieces to get that person, right. so you kind of have to make a side deal, a side kind of deal yeah. in order to get that it's like piece. a third party deal. Yeah. So when um, the Lightning um, acquired Anthony Greco from Florida, yeah, um, for Danik Martell, I really like Danik Martell. I did too. But you know, I was like, okay, it's almost like a a, a, a tit for tat. It's yeah, pretty even. Um, and then when they 
They flipped him. They flipped him. They flipped Anthony Greco in a 2020 first round pick in the deal for Barclay Goudreau, who has probably the funnest name in Barclay sports. Barclay Goudreau, I know. Barclay. Um, and Philadelphia's 2023rd round pick. Which they got from a trade. last year. Ugh, it's very confusing. But in San Jose. And I've really enjoyed Barclay Goudreau's play. Yeah. As of late. Mm-hmm. So I think and, that was a good trade. And San Jose, just because it does, it did. We got a pick because of, you know, mm-hmm. a trade they made with Philadelphia. Or, you know, how that whole thing yeah. goes. They were, like, having a fire sale. Well, they're struggling. They sure are. And I was... Mm, it's just... You know, our... our uh, I was hoping. I really was. And I don't I don't hope for trades. When I see a player, uh, a Patty Marlowe... Yeah, I was wondering if you're going to bring up Patrick Marlowe. Well, trade. Brett Hedekin, our mm-hmm. good friend... Um, Calls him Patty Marlowe, and now I feel like I can indirectly call him that as well. I call Patrick Maroon Patty Maroon. See? And I have no no license to do so. But I, I don't either. Do. <laughs> but I felt kind of like, okay, we, you know, they, they just got him back. Very good deal. Very, very friendly deal. It was like $700,000 or something, San Jose. But it was Joe Thornton who won it out. Yeah. And that, like, kind of made my heart hurt that they couldn't move him. Because it's been 22 years or something. Yeah. This guy just wants a stinking cup. There are a lot of guys that just want a stinking cup, but though. I feel Joe Thornton. They all can't. It's, that's why it's the hardest trophy in sports to win. They all can't win them. Doesn't matter how amazing of a player you are. Or how long. You saw how long it took Ovechkin to get his. Yeah. Doesn't matter how good you are as an individual, you got to be on the right team. But and I felt like you're you're getting rid of everybody. Please just trade the one guy that wants out. I mean, he did say I want out, but it was it was little you know peeps and tweets right. and everything were like Joe right. Thornton's like ready to go. Yeah, it's time. Well, anyway, anyway, I really like San Jose. It's sad it didn't work. Um, they've been struggling. I think they're a, little, a lot of fun to watch. They have so many great players. Yeah. I hope they get it together. Then they play on the other side of the world, so I don't... <laughs> the other side of the country, so... yeah, so. I thought the Zach Bogosian, I yeah. thought the Barclay Goudreau acquisition was great, and I really yeah. enjoy the Blake Coleman. Me too. He, I like him. I like him. He's a boy from Texas. Is he? Yeah, and his nickname is Pickles. <laughs> okay, so if you're you seeing a lot of pickle like references on the Jumbotron... Why? I, I haven't figured that out yet. I'm sure it's oh. in a story somewhere, but I think that's his... Now, I'm, now I'm worried. Pickles. That's interesting. Okay. Well, Blake Coleman um, registered his first point against Calgary or Calgary, depending on where you're from. Um, and so did Zach Bogosian. He also registered his first point in an assist against Calgary. So I think already when guys come in and... It's only been a week or, you know, a week or two, and they're already scoring points, registering points. I'm like, hey, you know, no offense to anybody, but, you know, our draft picks haven't scored points yet because we haven't made them. So I'm I'm really happy, but boy, oh boy, do I like Blake Coleman. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. Pickles. All right, so I found out, okay? So in October 2017, after Coleman was spotted drinking pickle juice in the penalty box during oh. a game. Okay. Okay. And that's when he was playing for the Devils. And then on a podcast, he said that he began utilizing pickle juice due to chronic cramping. Oh, 
I've heard which this. Which he's acknowledged also runs in his family. Yes, I've heard this. Um, so that's it's why the you, vinegar or something. Yeah, so that's why you may see some pickle imagery along with. I love pickles. Oh, me too. Not just Coleman. Like, I really legit love pickles. Yeah, no. They're... I would drink pickle juice. Ew. I would. I would not. I would. So I. I feel like we should maybe do that on the show and have you drink pickle juice. I'll do it. Totally do it. Anyway, so yes, love love the impact they're automatically making. And his wife had a baby in the middle of all of this. I know. (laughs) Like, welcome to Tampa. Here's a new child. Yeah. (laughs) And she's adorable. He's a good follow on social media, and so is his wife. Yeah. So follow him. I I follow him on Instagram, and he's fun to fun to follow. So, um, but yeah, congratulations to the family that's now in Tampa. Yes, that's got to be difficult, but. She's adorable. Well, and I thought when he, uh, the news first came out, because, you know, everybody knows he was traded before the deadline, mm-hmm. a couple of days before, I think a week before-ish. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of uh, talk that he, his wife was going to stay in New Jersey, but it turns out she didn't. Yeah, I think they packed her up and moved her down. And Well, yeah. have you looked out a window? <laughs> it's a lot nicer here. It's a lot nicer here. So, yeah, so those were some of the notable things that uh, happened exciting. in the last week or so, uh, trade deadline. We kind of wanted to give our own take on it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that they all three of these players are going to have a very positive impact I think so. on this team. Immediately. Immediately, yeah. Yes. It's not something that we have to wait around for. And Zach Bogosian's a big boy. Yeah. He's a big guy yeah. with a big beard. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, we're going to take a quick break and come back with more from Game is Conduct. Stick around. It's Chicks with Sticks. How dare you? Uh, I said sticks. You feel shame, you know. This is Game Misconduct with Dorian CT on Lightning Power Play. Welcome back to Game Misconduct. I'm CT here with Dory. Hello. And you can find us on uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook. At Game Miz with a Z Conduct. And uh, we just kind of talked about uh, how the 10-year anniversary of Jeff Binnick owning the team uh, is March 3rd. And kind of went over all the uh, acquisitions over the trade deadline. And now we kind of want to get into the thing that I feel like everybody is talking about. And that came out right as the puck was dropping against Calgary on Saturday. Steven Stamkos injury. (sighs) Um, had surgery on Monday to repair a core muscle, estimated six to eight weeks. Which means? We'll miss the start of the playoffs if we get into the playoffs. You know, I got to say that. Um, so let's kind of talk about that. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know what? You know, before, go ahead. Wait, no. No, you go, go ahead. First. No, go ahead. You know how we always say, like, statement games? Mm-hmm. As the puck is dropping on that game, and the guys in the locker room already know he's going to be out. Yeah. I felt like that was a statement game. I feel like it was as well. Not only does to break a four-game w- losing streak, Ugh. a pretty crappy yeah. four-game losing streak, but then to have that on the heels of the Stamkos news, yeah. that was a statement game. That is like, we are not done. No. We're not dead yet for Monty, we- Pyth- Monty Python. We're not dead yet. We've seen them do well in the playoffs without Stamkos. It's not ideal. It's not ideal, of course. They're going to have to rearrange some power play stuff. And yeah. we saw them kind of figuring that out on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Um, 
it's a huge loss it for is. the team. He's the captain. He's the captain. And he's one of the best players in the world. And now, thankfully, we still have another player who happens to be like well, yeah. one of the best players in the world. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think this is, I was kind of thinking, who do you think is going to step up the most in this time? As far as leadership or yeah. as far as play? Ooh. Because... Uh, He's not just a player on the ice. He's mm-hmm. also the captain of the team, the leader. I'm interested as far as being the leader of the team, how obviously he can't play with the team, but I wanted, I, I'm interested in how much communication he's still going to have with the team. Cause I, you know, he's known these guys a really long time yeah. and I can't see him just being like, Oh, see you in eight weeks. No, no, no. But he may not be around all yeah. the time. I, I, <laughs> You know, he may not be at a game that they're down for nothing right. in the third period and yeah. be able oh, to give sure. that, sure. you know, pep talk in the locker room. Yeah. So who do I think will, who do you As, think will be? I think we have seen, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> I wonder if you can say the same guy as me. We have seen him flourish and he's also wearing the A this season. But I really think that... He's already stepped up in his play and I think the leadership on the team. I'm I'm not in the locker room to know it, but just by seeing his play and maybe he's leading by example, Alex Kalorn. Agree. How weird. I totally have goosebumps. I seriously was gonna say Alex Kalorn. I mean, his play has been out of control. And we're gonna get more into that later yeah. on in the third segment. <laughs> but I think this is a huge opportunity, number one, for him. Yeah. And I you know, it's going to be a group effort. Yeah. I really think, and again, I'm not in the locker room. They don't let me in there. But, you know, the the further and further they get into the season, you know, Pat Maroon's kind of like the, he, he he's a beauty. Like, he'll jab, jab at anybody on the ice and all that. But I think his experience coming from the St. Louis Blues last year where they were in last place at the mm-hmm. Christmas break and then coming back to win the Stanley Cup, that kind of experience is going to mean a lot more maybe with Stamkos being out because yeah. he is the leader of the team. Mm-hmm. And you're going to miss that voice, you know, consistently in the locker room maybe. Um, who knows? He may, you know come back and be re- rehabilitating and be at every game. You know, you just don't know. No, we don't know. Um, it's happened. It's, it's, yeah, well, the, a they lot sit of, up in the, in the press box. Or and, they'll ha- be getting treatment the during the game, mm-hmm. yeah. but they'll still be around. Um, but I think this is a great opportunity for Alex Kalorn. Yeah. I have no, I have no worry about Victor Hedman being a hmm. voice in that locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think Andre Palat is one of those guys who not only leads by example, but you know, um, I think he may be one of those voices, but I think because this team has been so close so many times and the core of that group has been together for a very long time, I don't think, you know, they're going to have a problem calling each other out, making each other accountable for their play right. down the stretch. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it does make sense. And I think... They know what they have to do. They do. And that we, you added three guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, you know, we can say they're veterans. Yeah. Um, I think that this team has moved away from a lot of the younger, or even our younger guys just have a lot of experience this Mm -hmm. time of year. Mm -hmm. So I think they're going to be, again, it's not ideal. Yeah. But this is still a deep team. Very. And that, you know, everybody's like next guy up, next guy up. They've been next guy up all season. They may Mm -hmm. not have been players like Steven Stamkos going down. Right. But next guy up, Mitchell Stevens. Right. 
you know. And he's been up and down in Syracuse to get to keep playing, and that's why they you see that a lot, the back especially and forth, the yeah. back and forth. And it's they just want to keep him fresh yeah. because he's not getting as much ice time down here, right? So Same they with just, Matthew Joseph, Matthew Joseph, yeah. yeah. So, but but Mitchell Stevens, he's really been an impressive young man this year. Yeah. Um, and every time I see, oh. You know, recall, you know, going back to Syracuse, I'm like, okay, and in two days he'll be back, and then he comes back. Yep. So it's just to keep him fresh. I think they're going to rely on him a little bit. Yep. Uh, next month is is probably why they're doing it. Right. So, I mean, we're going to see some people feeling each other out and figuring it out, but I'd much rather have it happen now than the week before the playoffs start. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, and I don't even, core muscle, oh. I know, I don't like that. <gasps> Ow. Uh, yuck. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on. We hope for a speedy recovery. Oh my gosh, yeah. Recovery for Steven I, Samkos. We've seen this guy really heal quickly from things, I mean, but I don't know if this is gonna be that. I mean, those core muscles are very important to staying upright on the ice. Uh, not even yeah. talking about the speed and on the ice. You know. Not 18, 19, 20. No, but he's still, but he's a young still guy. in incredible and, shape. Yeah. But, you know, but, uh, yeah, we just hope for a speedy recovery for him. And you just think of all the amazing things he has done in his career, not even counting all the lost games to injury. And he still has an amazing Mm -hmm. NHL career. So um, hoping that he recovers quickly. Yeah. All right, so kind of we kind of alluded to it. We talked about it a little bit, you know, coming breaking that losing skid uh, on Saturday against Calgary, who's a very good team. Yeah, Calgary's a scary team for me. Yeah, um, but you know, the play against Chicago was a bit concerning. Oh. I, oh. you should have seen me at that game. I was livid, along with everybody on the bench and everybody at the arena and everybody yeah. watching at home. But it was like my mind was blown. Like I couldn't even make words. <laughs> no, my son actually is a Blackhawk fan, and he yeah, was at whatever. the game, and he was saying like this. He was texting me going, "This is crazy. Like if you didn't actually know anything about hockey, you would think that the Blackhawks are ten times better than Lightning, and they're not. You would think the Blackhawks." Blackhawks are the team of when they won those yeah. three Stanley was it three Stanley Cups? Yeah. And yeah. he was and just like not. this is weird. They and he just have... kept saying like this is so weird. Like I don't He's like every time I turn around it's he's like mom, it's penalty, 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 yeah. penalty. He's like they've had like eight penalties in 2 minutes. That killed us. That yeah. killed them. That killed them. And you can't allow four unanswered goals on a team like Chicago <sighs> in like the last 18 minutes. I mean, they may not be a not so good team, but they still have Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. Yeah. Along with some others. But, yeah, but still. I know. So, anyway, they snapped the skid. Thank God. And, and here's, you know. Because I was quick. starting to think it was my fault. Because <laughs> I went to you Vegas. Went they trip. lost. I went to Arizona. They lost. I was at the game on uh, Tuesday against mm-hmm. Toronto. Mm-hmm. They lost. Then I was at the game on Ugh. Chicago. And I'm like, I need to stop going to games. They're going to ask me to stop showing up. Just don't come to games anymore. I was really irritated about the Toronto game because those are those are those are points we have those to are, have. That's as Cooper would call them four point games. They're four point games, and we needed that. But so that was that stung, and then Chicago. Yes, they're not in our division, but that stung. That stung because just, of the way it crumbled. Yeah, that was really um, really. Sometimes there's games where everybody just 
And that was one of them. I, I don't even know if there was a bright spot. No. No. I'm not trying the to be mean. The bright spot was that I, I, I used the uh, designated driver program because um, I drove some friends to the game and I got a free soda on the app. Yay. Yay. That's a bright spot, I guess. And the dis- decrease in pricing at the That's concessions because right. the last two games I've gotten there right from work. Mm-hmm. Like, traffic has been awful trying to get from St. Pete to Tampa. And so I've had to eat at PDQ the last two games. And if you're a season ticket holder, those price... Those price reductions no, it's are anybody. very high. It's everybody. Well, no, but on top of being a season ticket holder, oh, it's like ten fifty. Get double? Well, no, I mean I still get my thirty five percent on food, but since they reduced Reduce the, pricing the pricing from the top, yeah. I still get my discount. So it's like ten fifty for a four tenders and fry box at PDQ. Thanks, Lightning. Um, yeah. Delicious. <laughs> so those were the only bright spots I had. Yeah, I, I'm serious. I was very irritated, disappointed, disheartened, you know, with the Chicago game. I was just, yeah. this is, they know better. They know they know better. Yeah. I don't know what had happened. I don't know what happened. It literally I, was just, it just bleh. Yeah. <clears throat> but then they snapped the skid against Calgary. Without and the new Steven players Sanders. got really involved without yes, Steven Santos. Yes, yes. Showed a lot of promise. Even, like I said earlier, coming out, you know, as they are dropping the news about Steven Santos being out for an extended period of time. Statement game. We're going to snap the skid. We're going to show you that we can play even without our captain. And they did. Mm-hmm. And it was impressive. It was a mm-hmm. fun game to watch. Yes. And Calgary's not, Calgary's not a bad team. Calgary? Is it Calgary or Calgary? Uh, it depends where you're from. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with Cal. I don't know. I think I say it both ways. Yeah, I think I there's parts of uh, Canada and stuff say Calgary. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so looking ahead, <laughs> and I feel like I'm going to have to scrape you off the floor. <sighs> Boston, twice! Yay! I cannot tell you, people. How? <laughs> Just... Who made this schedule? <laughs> yeah. Yep, best team in the NHL. Whoop-de-doo. It'll be a good test. <laughs> good test. No, it is a good test. Yes. It is a good test. So, you know, they're here first, then we're there. Yeah. Still so, in good shape, though. I think, listen, we're still in great shape. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a little, the four game, the four losses were, yeah. Not panicky. But except, not panicking. Not panicky, except the way they lost the last game against Chicago. Then Bingo. I was like, hmm, my, my hand may be hovering over that button a little bit more. Yeah. But I never hit it. I yeah. never hit the button. Toronto was hard because it's a four-pointer. Chicago, right. they just looked awful. I'm sorry to say it. Um, they're just, they know better. They play better. They're more talented. They're more skilled. They're smarter than they played. Yeah. Um, I and wasn't th- mad. I was just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, you know, the Flames. And I was like, okay, wait. Okay, good. It's kind of hoping for a goalie fight, but we didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see Vasilevsky No, no, he would anybody. never fight anybody. But, um... <laughs> Maybe yeah. McElhaney, but I can't see. <laughs> I think McElhaney could. You know what? If triggered, I have a feeling Vasilevsky would get a little scrappy. Something tells me. If yeah? triggered in the right way. So quiet. He is. But. Mm. It's those guys you got to worry about. Yeah, the quiet ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, they really, really turned it around in Calgary against Calgary. Yeah. Just really everybody. There were so many people involved in that win. And that's what we know here. Team wins. It's team wins. And again, you know, Bogosian had, uh, you know, maybe we should call him Beard Gosian. Had Beard his first point and uh, Coleman. And it just, Palat scored. It, it, it Kalorn good. had a great game. Everybody. Oh, that Kalorn goal was so pretty. Backhander. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
I was so proud. Like a proud mom. I was like, yes! Yes, Alex! You put that puck in that net. But they're still in very, 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 very good shape. And when I say very good shape, they're in second place in their division behind Boston. Yeah. And they're in second place by a, by a mile. Yeah. I mean, not a mile, but at this point, it's they're very comfortably in second place. Hey, let's not tack together four lo- losses. No, 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 no. Okay, maybe not, one here, one not, there. Not, no more of those. No. And I mean, really, Not with the schedule coming up. We got a... A month left in the regular season, really. We do. That's crazy. I feel like we just started. And I feel like, well, because for the first couple months, we didn't have a lot of home games. Mm -hmm. So it feels like the season just started because we weren't really going to the arena a lot. Now we're at the arena a lot. Yeah. Um, So yeah, Boston Tuesday night, 730 puck drop. Little different than the rest of the year because it's always been seven o'clock on weekdays. Mm -hmm. 730 puck drop on Tuesday, uh, the third. And then Montreal on Thursday at seven. They still scare me. I don't care. Hey, it doesn't matter how good your team is playing. Mm-hmm. Anything goes when they walk in this building. Mm-hmm. So let's not play down to our opponent mm-hmm. and what yeah. their expectation is. We now have eight points. I'm now counting it by four-point games. Okay. And then in Boston on Saturday at 7 o'clock. 12 yeah. points. And then a back-to-back. They go to Detroit and play on Sunday night. 16 At points. 5, less than 24 <laughs> hours. At 5 o'clock, less than 24 hours after they drop the puck That's in Boston. That's crazy. And it's it going to be a right. battle. It's it going to be a battle. I don't it care. Right. Even though Detroit is eliminated from the playoffs already, they were pl- they were eliminated they when like I was weeks in ago. Arizona or Vegas. They were eliminated. It's so sad. Rebuild. It's a rebuild. Hey, it's a hard Eisenman rebuild. Figure it out. Yeah. Not that we really necessarily want him to, because at this point, you know. Yeah. So yeah, they'll play in Detroit on Sunday the eighth at five, oh. and then they play in Toronto at seven on the tenth. And then we're back home against Philly at seven o'clock on Thursday the twelfth, which this I don't is know a if rough, you noticed, rough stretch right here. Philly's not playing too shabby, and they now have Nate Thompson. Yeah, they traded for him at the deadline. Yeah, it's a rough stretch coming up here. Yeah, these are going to be very hard fought teams uh, games, and and the Boston. Oh. And then there's a West Coast road trip in the middle of all this. I don't so, know who comes up with these things. So, you know, just the parody of the season, the ebbs and flows of the season, yeah. remember? Oh, yeah, I, I, but this, <laughs> we need to just get back to these win streaks. Yep. Please. Yep. Please. All right. So, uh, <laughs> we're going to take a breath and a couple deep breaths. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to come back with more game misconduct. We're going to break down the play of some individual players that we've been enjoying this season. Uh, coming up next, stick around. It's Chicks with Sticks. How dare you? Uh, I said sticks. You feel shame, you know. This is Game Misconduct with Dorian CT on Lightning Power Play. Welcome back to Game Misconduct. I'm CT here with Dory. Hello. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Game Miz with a Z Conduct. All right. So we kind of. Talked about the trades, and then we talked about the Stamkos injury. Mm. We talked about the losing skid and breaking the losing skid, mm-hmm. and we kind of alluded to this a little bit um, when we were talking about the Stamkos injury, who we thought was going to step up as far as play and or leadership was concerned. And I said Alex Kaloran, and you kind of agreed with me. I do agree with you, and I think it'll be both. I think it'll be on the ice and in the locker room. So let's talk about Alex Kalorn a little bit because he was kind of 
Uh, I feel like before this season, people are like, oh, he shows up in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Right? Fair? It's, a fair, it's fair. fair. It's what pe- a lot of people said. Not this season. And from <clears throat> the articles I've read, maybe the, the coaches had a little conversation with him in the offseason or coming right before he came back for this season. And, you know, he has stepped it up exponentially. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he wasn't a guy you would see on the score sheet all the time. Maybe an assist here and there. Mm-hmm. But really no goals until the playoffs. Very few. This year, it's like every other game. Yeah. He's got a goal. And well, he had a beauty against Calgary on Saturday. And, and that goal gave him um, 47 points on the season, which matches his career high, um, previously set in 17-18. So we still have a bit to go. And this is crazy to me. Uh, he had a six-game winning goal of the season, tied with Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos for the most on the Bolts. Think about that. Think about it. That's huge. He's having an amazing year. Yeah. I think he is going to be the guy that steps up. Yeah. And listen, people, we I mean, have He's already even... stepped up. How much more can he step up, Dory? We haven't even gotten to his sweet spot yet. Yeah, the playoffs. That's and true. I mean, just think about that. Yeah. I like to think about that. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Optimus Prime or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I really think he's the one. You do. I do. So you think he can even go to another level? Yeah. Because now that we're talking about this, I'm like, wow, we've already seen him like jump three levels during the regular season. Now do we see him going another level with Steven Samkos being out? And, and then is there another level at the playoffs? I mean, is that too much to expect from one guy? No, because I think he's he's been on this team a, 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 very a while. Long time. He's one of our veterans. Yeah. And we all know he's a smart guy. I think he's at, you know... Maybe the maybe he hit you know a precipice or something, at, at you know that that the coaches spoke with him or you know whatever. I don't think it was anything probably too negative. There's nothing no, really no, that no, negative no. to say. No, about when the I guy. say that, like the, like it's more probably like coaching. we really need you to yeah. Ouch, yeah, step up a bit. Um, I think we're. I think the this last month of regular season and the start of the playoffs, we're gonna see. And Alex Kalorn, that many people maybe didn't even know was possible. Mm. This guy wants a cup. Yeah. This guy's probably, none of them are happy of how last season ended. No. But I see a guy like Kalorn, um, and even if he wasn't on the score sheet, he was still huge. He's a big part of this team. Yeah. I think this is, I think he's going to be... I don't want to say the savior. I don't think that's a fair thing to say. No. But I think he might be. One of those guys that you're looking at when we're done with the season and going, he was, that guy made the difference. Yep. He might be the team the team MVP. Wow. I've just enjoyed watching him play. He looks like he's having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've really seen it, his skill. Yeah. How skilled he is. And he always was. Yeah. It's just maybe other guys were overshadowing that. Maybe he didn't get the opportunities to show off his skill. But really, I mean, that goal against Calgary was so pretty. Yep. I've, it's been a joy to watch Alec Malorn play this season. It has I been. I will say that. And I do think it's hard sometimes when you play on a team with Nikita Kucherov and Steve Samkos. It's hard yeah. to be, uh, you know, and Victor Hedman, even though he's defensive. Lots, lots of goals for that guy, too. It's 
it's kind of hard to find a piece of the spotlight mm-hmm. because the outside outside of Tampa Bay, they know those three guys mm-hmm. and Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. Some maybe they don't know number seventeen very well, but we do. Straight out of Harvard. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so yeah, it's been really nice to see him kind of get some of that spotlight. I know hockey players don't do it for that. Mm-hmm. You know they're they're historically known as being very selfish and team first and all that, but it's been really cool to see that and how he's contributed to the team and how that's helped the team when there have been injuries and when, you know, I think we're really going to rely on it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, with Steven Sampkos being out, so yay, Alex Kalorn. Great job. I love watching you this season. It's been fun. Yep. And, you know, it's been like a joke on the Dan Girardi podcast, the block party with Dan Girardi. Like, they talk about Alex Kolarn a lot because mm-hmm. they always say that he's always like on the ice, like he's not on his feet. <laughs> so it's kind of nice to see him doing well this season. Um, let's talk about um, not Alex Kolarn. We just did Kucherov, Nikita Kucherov. It almost seems like he's having a quiet year. <laughs> he's not, but he's not. <laughs> we're just so used to it. I think we're just getting a little used to it. Yeah, um, he's killing it again. Um, entering the Calgary contest, he was ranked, tied for first in the NHL for scoring in 2020. 2020 meaning the year 2020. Right. So since January 1st, 2020. Right. Yeah. He's like tied for first in the NHL for scoring. And I think he's seventh overall in the league for scoring because of, you know, um, oh my gosh, you dry side all that little dry stinker. Saddle? Dry saddle? Dry, dry saddle. Yep. That little stinker. <laughs> he's really having quite a season. He is. So he's kind of messing it up for everybody else. Um, but, yeah, Kucherov, it's been a lot of assists this year, mm. um, which like, he does do, I mean, yeah. obviously. But I I think it's almost like he took himself. Hang, Stay with okay, me. I'm staying with you. There was so much focus on Nikita Kucherov last year, last season. Yeah. And rightfully so. Yeah. He was... He, he was demanded it. Mind-blowing. Yeah. It almost feels like he's taken himself out. He's still playing the same level, but it feels like he's removed himself from being the focal point. I don't know that he's removed himself, but he's being more defensively minded. So then he, there aren't as many... You know, if you're Offen- think- yeah. right, if yeah. you're thinking more defensive, you may not take that chance that you may have taken last year, yeah. and that worked out for you. Mm-hmm. But we saw maybe at the beginning of the season didn't work out so well, right. or in the playoffs did mm-hmm. not work out so well that you were taking those chances. Mm-hmm. I've not talked to Nikita Kucherov about this, but that's just kind of my ob- observation. So if you're being more defensively minded, you're not taking those chances yeah. as much. Yeah, that's a very good point. Thank you. Never I'm mind. Done. He's I'm still in the spotlight. Um, but he's still so fun to watch. He and, is fun to watch. And, I, it just feels like he's not the 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 big face. He still is the big face. You I still mean, think so? I, I I'm I, I, I agree. Go to games I agree. To but see Nikita Kucherov play. I just feel like every time I turned around last year, it was like Nikita Kucherov. Well, Nikita yeah, Kucherov. it was not not here in town, but it was because piggybacking off of that, we were chasing a record. Fair for the most wins in a season, right? So, and he had, like, how many stinking points? A, a ridiculous amount. amount. So I think those kind of things together really mm. made people watch yeah. the Lightning. And yeah. I think, I th- personally, 
I like to be lower under the radar, and I think that's kind of how they like it this season, too. I think so. Like, when they were getting that 11-game win streak, I think they were maybe like, oh, let's not get ahead of ourselves, guys. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't, and then they lost four in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Nikita Kucherov is still a difference maker. We see that if he misses a game. There is a hole that we miss. So I, I still go to games to see Nikita Kucherov. Whether yeah. he's doing more assists or more shots, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Brayden, th- I think he's going to step up a little bit, too, on, in Stamco's absence. But... That and the playoffs. I mm-hmm. think all of these have another gear that they're just kind of idling, mm-hmm. which is kind of scary yeah. and amazing at the same time. Speaking of idling and another gear, Braden Point. Mm. I, mm. I don't – I mean – I think we're the was it two seasons where he was just all over the place and scoring all the time. He yeah. had a double hip surgery in the off season. Yes, he did. He did. So and he started. He missed a portion of right. the beginning. I still think he's contributing. We may not see him on the score sheet as much, but when Braden Point goes into a corner, we come out with that puck more times than not. He is fast. Oh my gosh, he's, he's getting better than before he had the hip surgery, which is wild. Well. He just took his time to recover the right way. I think he's a very bright hockey player. Yeah, the, the hockey IQ is crazy. Yeah. I just feel, uh, and again, maybe it's because all of the spotlight's kind of been off of the team a little bit this year. I feel like it, it's been super quiet from him. Yeah. I agree. But again, we haven't had that spotlight. Right. And it's also been spread. The lo- They have been spreading the love with that yeah. puck. So it's not really been one guy. I mean, he's definitely in, you know, up there in one of our you know leading scorers, but with Kucherov and Stamkos. Not what we saw last year, what we were used to last year. Yeah. But that's, that's just that's just the ebbs and flows of the year. Mm-hmm. I love that. Ebbs and flows. But yeah. I still think Braden Point is a huge difference maker because if we can't get that puck out of the corner, we don't have a chance to score. Mm-hmm. Very uh, astute. Yeah, Thank and you. Ryan Callahan used to be that guy. Right. So and, some of these guys are maybe being played asked to play a different role on this team this year yeah. than they were last year. Braden Point was the guy who would help score. He's the flasher. Whoa, no, no. he's not a flasher. He's a flashy guy. No, he's, I don't think he's a flashy guy at all. I think he's just very fast I, like a flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you meant. That's what okay. I meant. But he's, you a, know, he's a, you know, offensively, he's right. a flash out there. Right. He's not a flasher and he's no. not flashy. <laughs> I'm going to change the subject before we get Dory into more trouble. Um, Okay, so, you know, we're kind of just in the segment we were talking about players that stand out a little bit. Um, I kind of wanted to touch on this because they released them last, was it Tuesday at the game? Last Tuesday or Thursday at the game? And I, of course, had to get one. I, I, I participated in the cause. But the new line of designer uh, merch from the players Mm -hmm. is awesome. Uh, So... $10 $10 of every hat and t-shirt sold will benefit a local charity of the player's choice. So Braden Points, which is like the TBL with the palm tree, uh, that goes to Special Olympics Florida. Ryan McDonough, he has a hat and then a Mack truck kind of t-shirt, mm-hmm. which Mack truck is kind of his Cute. nickname. Uh, goes to Shriners Hospitals for Children. Um, Anthony Sorelli, he's donating his to the it. Brian Callahan Foundation. Love I it. think that's so cool. Um, and Victor Hedman... <laughs> With his dog as the mascot and the and the and the focal point, yes, um, is uh, that is being donated to the Humane Society of Tampa, which he does um, yeah. a lot of work. He with. does a lot of work with them. Um, I bought the uh, the Victor Hedman T shirt. Did you? I did. 
I bought the t-shirt. I thought it was so cool. Um, hats are limited edition to 1,000 plus the player's jersey number, uh, for example. So, like, there will be 1,077 Victor Hedman designs. 1,021 for point. Yeah, right. gotcha. Uh, fans interested in purchasing the hats or t-shirts can swing by the Tampa Bay Sports at either Amelie Arena or International Plaza, and they were going fast last week. Oh, I, I don't know what the update is, but um, maybe if you keep asking for them, maybe they'll make more. I don't know. Yeah, I thought they were so cool. I really hope they do it again next season with other players. It goes to a good cause. goes to a good cause. Um, also, if you're a season ticket holder, your discount does not apply. <laughs> Okay, understandable. It's right. for charity for the most part. I, I went to like show my little season ticket, and they were like, oh, yeah, it doesn't apply. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But just know that before you go and purchase it. Yeah. But, yeah, super fun. Yay. So I get to wear Victor Hedman's dog. <laughs> I'm going to wear that to the game on uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. Boston. Mm, I just can't. So before Dory goes into catatonic shock, let's uh, wrap up today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, It's been a while since it's just been us on the show. And uh, thank you so much for listening. If you have uh, any questions, you can hit us up on Twitter. We love hearing from you at Game Miz with a Z Conduct. Nice things only, please. Yeah. We don't react well to to mean (laughs) things. I don't know that we react at all, but just putting it out there. And uh, also on Facebook as well. Anything else, story before we go? Nope. Just Let's just get through this week without me having a nervous breakdown. That would be great. All right. Focus. Focus and deep breaths. And wash your hands. Wash your hands. And cough and sneeze into your elbow. You're, and if you're yeah. sick, don't come to work. Yes. Okay? Just be smart. And that's how you'll beat the Boston Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go before I get us in trouble. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you next week.